Our sponsor today, Manscaped, has you covered to keep the hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling fully supported. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Beluga, did you hear that? That's your moose asking for Manscaped. The premium lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made with advanced skin-safe technology, which reduces nicks and cuts on your delicates. You can get this trimmer inside their Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toning Spray. Both super practical, and they smell great too. Plus, for a limited time... When you order the Perfect Package Kit, you get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. The Manscaped Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs might be one of my favorite parts of the collection. The Manscaped Boxer Briefs have optimal temperature control with their crop cooling technology while keeping your pride and joy supported. The waistband is also super elastic to reduce chafing and rubbing. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC20 at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code THEATHLETIC20. From the moose to the caboose, always use the right tools for the job. And welcome into We Went Blues, the podcast, episode 61. Our special guest is former Blues goalie, current Montreal Canadiens goalie, Jake Allen. The dust has finally settled on the trade that sent him to the Habs. It was a week ago. Jake, I think you've been on the Today Show. Good morning, America, TSN, that's hockey. You've been on everything, but you haven't been on uh, We Went Blues, so you're not complete yet, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's been a busy few days, no question, Uh, Obviously, uh, a lot of media in the Montreal market, and uh, you know, it's enjoyable. But it's been uh, finally, finally right. The dust has settled a little bit, and it's all sinking in. What's that like? It's got to be a little uh, culture shock. We'll get to the trade in just a couple minutes, Jake. But going from a market like St. Louis, where you know the media kind of small, and then you get to uh, Montreal, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of demands. You know, I think they probably protect you a little bit more up in Montreal. What's that been like for you the first few days? Um, yeah, it really hasn't been that bad. Obviously, everything is virtual and, uh, you know, telephone, uh, Zoom type thing. And uh, so it's, it's been pretty simple. But uh, yeah, the first the first media call that I had the, the day I got traded, you know, I got on the phone and it was a it was a conference call. And, you know, I think there was 35 reporters from Montreal uh, and yourself on the phone. So it's uh, it's definitely a, you know, a little bit uh, a few more questions than we're used to. But hey, uh, it's uh, it's part of it. And you know, going to a great hockey market. You know, and being on that conference call and hearing all those questions and your answers, I've been interviewing you for a long time, and I think uh, you're giving great answers. I think you were still kind of caught up in the news. Everything was just happening. Um, you were kind of digesting everything. But now that you've had a couple of days to reflect and look back and realize uh, what happened, what, what do you think about? Yeah, you're right. You know, the first that definitely the first couple of days uh, my head was spinning in a good way I was happy and I was I was busy <laughs> mentally exhausted a little bit and you know now that it's all settled in it's uh, I'm really excited you know it was uh, it was time for a new chapter a new door to open and you know I, I have an opportunity to play for an original six franchise uh, 
you know, a team that I watched growing up, uh, you know, the most out of anyone and closest team to my hometown and uh, just a historic franchise. So for me, it's a, and then playing obviously with, with one of the best goalies in the world for the last uh, decade, uh, really exciting. So there's, there's so many positives in this whole thing that uh, you could take away from on ice to off the ice. Uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to the challenge. I texted you a couple days ago and I said, Jake, I remember uh, I've been covering you since the Blues drafted you. I, I can remember being at the draft and hearing, you know, the name called out, Jake Allen. So I don't know if that means I'm old, you're old, or we're both old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, it's been uh, it's been 12 years since that point. I know it's it's a long time. It's a long part of my life. You know, my pretty much my whole adult life is uh, been a blue. Uh, you know, whether I played for the team or not, I was still in the organization and represented the Blues. So, uh, man, I know time's uh, time's really flown. Jake, we could talk about this game or, or that game and all the memories that you created here in St. Louis, but as I've interviewed Blues alumni over the years, the one thing that really sticks out in their mind, I did a book with uh, Bernie Federko, and, you know, he could tell you where he was when his sons, uh, Jordy and Dusty and, and Drew, were born. I got to believe that you know, when you think back to your time in St. Louis, it'll be you know having your wife Shannon here, uh, but uh, your daughters Lennon and Reagan, uh, born while you played for the St. Louis Blues. Those are the things that uh, you'll remember in 30, 40 years. Yeah, no question. You know, especially especially the first one. You know, it, it was crazy because it was uh, I believe the Bush Stadium game, the Winter Classic, was January first, and Lennon was due anytime right around then so I had a lot going on uh during that time so that that really is uh obviously winning the being able to play at Bush Stadium not even winning the game was amazing and then obviously beating the Hawks uh in front of you know 40 odd thousand people in St. Louis and and then having a having my first kid a couple of days later and uh, everything going so smoothly that week was a you know, it was a whirlwind of a week, but a week I'll never forget. And, and yeah, it's definitely going to have a place in my heart, no question, from the Blues and, and also my, you know, my kids to be uh, born and raised in St. Louis. And something else you'll never forget is that parade, that Stanley Cup parade, a few days after the Game 7 win in Boston. And on a personal note, it's something I'll never forget. And I, I know I've thanked you in the past, but I'll do so again here you know, in the podcast. Is I didn't know how I was going to be able to cover that uh, parade. And I talked to Mike Crusoe, the public relations with the Blues, and, and said, uh, is there any chance I could get on a float? That's going to be the, like, the only way to see this thing up close and personal and write a story. And he said, ask one of the players. And you know, I asked you, and you said, yeah, sure, hop on board. And and uh, just what a memory. Turning onto Market Street, you've got your family, your wife, your daughters, uh, and and we're turning onto Market Street, and all of a sudden the crowd erupts, and you start hearing, Jake the Snake, Jake the Snake. Just take me around that turn and what that was like. Yeah, you know, uh, we were obviously so excited for that parade. We, we didn't know what to expect. I don't think anyone did, to be honest. Like, you you, you envision all these things in your head, but you actually don't really know until you get into that situation. And, you know, we left, uh, we left the arena and got in the vehicle, the old school fire truck, which was awesome. And uh, to be able to actually get in to where the people were located and then just a sea of people, a sea of blue. And it was, uh, I think it, it really took me away. It took everyone away. I'm sure it took you away too, just the amount of, just wall to wall people, you know, street to street out of windows, doors, vehicles, you know, it, it, it was amazing. It was mind blowing. It's, uh, it, it's probably the highlight of all, the whole Stanley cup 
you know, party, to be honest, uh, for everyone. And uh, it was something I'll never forget. And it's just a great feeling. Yeah, and I still see the video, uh, a fan and you were chugging a beer. You got off the float, and I think you guys went like back-to-back or something and were chugging that beer, and that guy still puts it out on social media, one of his uh, (laughs) proud moments as a Blues fan. That was a great, great parade. Uh, Jake, something else I wanted to touch on you with was, you know, covering the Blues since 2005, I've encountered a lot of tremendous players, skill level, uh, guys who, who, uh, you know, will become perhaps – all-stars, Hall of Famers. But the one thing that I've learned over the years is nothing tops being a pro. And and you can have all the skill level you want, but if you don't come to the rink with the right mindset and want the team to be better and help others, then nothing else matters. And that's the title, that's the label that people have given you over the years. What's it mean to you to be a pro and how proud are you to have that label? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's something that you learn how to be and how to understand yourself as a person and then a hockey player second it's it i you know internally i definitely wasn't the best pro at the beginning of my hockey career because i didn't know how to do it you know i needed people to look up to and uh, i think the blues have always supplemented people in the organization on the team that you know younger guys can look up to and, and strive to be somewhat like that and i think that was my goal over time was to take things from certain people and you know i think the last three or four years i really tried to turn the corner and take that next step you know on and off the ice to be a real pro and um it makes a difference everyone talks about being a pro being a pro but what does it really mean to each person it's different so i think you have to understand what you need and uh, compared to another guy you, you might not need the same thing so i think that word can go a lot of different ways but i think you you really need to be accountable to yourself on that front and hey it's uh i think it's a great way to be and it's especially can be from an early age but it's something that doesn't happen overnight i think it's something that happens over years and one of the signs of being a good pro i was talking to your dad when you were making your uh, run in the playoffs with the blues winning a couple games in a row and he said you guys went fishing together uh, right before you left for the edmonton bubble or i guess before you came to st louis and and you said you wouldn't mind coming back and finishing out the last year of your contract in st louis because you really like this team and and like what they were doing even at the expense jake of of not playing that much why did you feel that way you know, I it's uh, I signed up to be a blue. When I signed that extension, you know, I signed up to be a St. Louis blue, and that was my obligation. And um, you know, I, I just felt that we had a, we had a real good group, and we had a good spot uh, to be in. We had, you know, the Blues are obviously going to have a a really solid team again next year, and and that was my mindset was to come in here and and still be a blue. Um, but uh, I obviously understand the other side of the picture as well. But, uh, you know, it, that, that was just where my head was at. You know, I wanted to be able to come back and help the team again. And, and then whatever, whatever the hockey world takes me, it takes me. You know, it, it obviously took a, a different turn. And I understand that was a very high possibility as well. But um, uh, I was just a blue. I always have been since I was 18. And, and now I'm a Canadian. But at that point, I was a blue. And that was, that was the job and the obligation. It had to feel well going out with a bang. You played uh, well, the, got the Blues back into the series, winning those two games, and then you guys had a, had a good lead that unfortunately got away uh, in Game 5. But to play so well and, uh, and feel that playoff experience uh, as you finished your Blues career had to be a good feeling. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's nice to be able to – it doesn't matter what you're doing, going out on, on a good note. I was At the end of the day, I was disappointed our, that uh, with our team success, but – 
you know, looking back on it personally, I was, uh, you know, happy with my play in the bubble and uh, to be able to, you know, leave saying that I personally played well, you know, to finish off, especially last season, the season I had and, and in the playoffs, you know, I can go out with a little bit of a smile and uh, it's definitely better than going out on a high than, you know, than a low, no question. So, you know, it, I was happy with the way the, the bubble went personally, obviously not team wise. I thought we, uh, you know, had a good opportunity to go at it again and, um, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, now I'm a Canadian. So uh, I'm sure the boys back in St. Louis will be chomping at the bit to go next year again. It looks like the Blues tandem next year will be Jordan Bennington and Billy Huso. Now after the trade, you've uh, been singing Bennington's praises for the better part of a year and a half. So we know how you feel about him. But I hear you like Billy Huso. You've seen a lot of him in practice. Uh, Blues fans, I'm sure, interested in your, in your take on how he looks. What makes him uh, capable for that backup spot? Well, he's always been a top prospect, if if I'm not mistaken. You know, he's always been. Uh, it, it takes time. It really does. You know, you look at Binner. It takes time, and you know, Billy. Billy's got a really high end skill set. You know, he he's a natural in the position. It seems like you know, just from watching him and and understanding his game a little bit. Obviously, he hasn't played yet. There's a lot of things he's going to have to learn, and and it's not going to be easy. I was in his shoes before. There's going to be ups and downs, but. He's going to be a good NHL goalie for a long time. And, um, you know, him and Benner will be a great tandem, you know, especially they're both uh, relatively young and, you know, could be there for, for a while together. So, um, you know, they know each other. They play together already. So that's definitely a bonus. And, and uh, you know, it'll be good for Hoos. He's paid his dues and uh, he, he needs it. You need an opportunity. And, you know, this is his chance. That's the voice of former Blues goalie, Jake. I almost said Blues goalie there. <laughs> uh, but now he's a Montreal Canadian. And when we come back with Jake Allen on episode 61 of We Went Blues, Jake's going to tell us about a picture his wife Shannon put out on social media recently and a phone call with Montreal goalie Carey Price. But before we do that, let's hear from Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com blues and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com blues today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com blues. GetRoman.com blues. And we're back with Montreal Canadiens goalie Jake Allen. He joins us on episode 61 of We Went Blues. Jake, just to hear that, Montreal Canadiens goalie Jake Allen, what's that sound like? Uh, you know, it's actually pretty nice. It's uh, it's uh, it's hard to explain because you know, where I'm from here in eastern Canada, we're in Habs territory. You know, it's uh, we've had the American League hockey team here. It was here for almost 20 years for the Montreal Canadiens, and it's, it's Habs land, it's Habs territory. It's it's definitely not the the St. Louis Blues, uh, you know, what I'm used to hearing, but, you know, it's uh, 
it gives me chills a little bit still still knowing that I'm uh, going to be playing for the Canadians here next year. <laughs> so I'm flipping through Twitter the other day, and your wife's great, Shannon. Uh, I've interviewed her a number of times in the past, and she puts out a tweet. For those who didn't see it, it's a team picture uh, back when you played with uh, a team and you wore the Canadians sweater. Uh, and the message says, okay, let's leave the frosted tips in 2004, though. <laughs> Tell us about the picture. Yeah, you know, here in Fredericton, like I just said, it's a tabs territory. So the minor hockey program, just like in St. Louis, where the AAA Blues, we were the AAA Canadians all the way up from Peewee, uh, all the way up through the ranks. And uh, I, I don't know if it was 2000. That might have been a younger picture. It might have been 2003. But anyway, that doesn't matter. It's uh we uh, won a tournament, and you could see the the frosted tips that I had going there. And you know, back in that day, that was a style. That was the thing. Right. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I don't even know. I can't even remember if my mom gave them to me or if I actually went to the hairdresser. I I don't know. <laughs> but it wasn't a very good job. And you know, it's ironic how I got to wear the Canadian sweater then and still get to wear it again next year. So it's uh, she trolled me, no question. Um, and uh, it, it was a good tweet. It was it was funny for the time. So any chance uh, for a comeback with the tips when you get to Montreal? No, no tips. There'll be no tips at all. And uh, <laughs> the only thing will be similar is the jersey, and that's about it. Oh, that's great. Well, it really has come full circle. And, Jake, uh, not long after the trade was made, I flipped through uh, the Internet and found an old story I wrote back in 2014, your first start, I believe, at the Bell Center. Uh, Ken Hitchcock said he deserves to play. He's from the area, and he's been playing well for us. Uh, you had a large contingent uh, of family at that game. I think your grandmother, Judy Banks, uh, was in the house. You can correct me there. Uh, your, your parents, Kurt and Susie Allen, might have been the first time they saw you play live in the NHL. And then uh, your uh, siblings, Jordan and Taylor. What do you remember about that start there and playing in front of that crowd? Yeah, you know, when I play you know, in Boston or Montreal or even Toronto, there's always a long, a large contingency of, of family, but also New Brunswick people from the area that make the trek up. And um, that start definitely, uh, definitely chills. You know, I think it doesn't matter if it's your first game, or your thirtieth game, when you skate out to the Bell Center uh, for warm up, the start of the game. There's just something about it. You just every player says the same thing. There's just a vibe, an aura about the place, and um, you know, get in the net, you know, playing that game and um, I, I believe we lost. Um, I can't exactly remember. I think I'm two and two at the bell center. I think that's my record in total, but, um, just going out there and playing against the Canadians and looking around and taking it all in. And, um, it was, it was just incredible. It, it, it it's, uh, it was a, it was really happy. I was really happy for myself, but obviously my family as well. I think they were pretty proud to be able to go to a bell center game especially my grandmother she's never seen me play in the nhl and um and just have the whole experience and, and seeing me on the ice was pretty cool for them too yeah i traded text with your dad kurt the other day he's so excited about the future you now a member of the montreal canadians hey one more to wrap it up the phone call with carrie price i know you don't know carrie you've got some of the same interests uh, maybe outdoors uh, country music uh, but who called who and uh, what'd you guys talk about no, actually, it wasn't a call. I was just texting back with him, so I might have got a mistake in there. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, we just, you know, a couple of guys reached out, uh, Shea Weber and, and Kerry and uh, a couple other players. So just, just basically welcome you. You know, the standard stuff, like if you have any questions, uh, moving, family, all that stuff, you know, looking forward to meeting you. 
and all that and all that uh, good stuff. Just being a good person and, and and saying hello and you know, there's a lot of things that go on with this. And, and, and the hockey's the easy part. The hockey's where you get to throw on the gear and play. It's uh, it's uh, the off ice stuff. Moving across the border during a pandemic when the borders are closed <laughs> uh, is a little bit uh, a little bit trickier than than it usually would be. So uh, they just offered some assistance. You know, if if I need help with uh, housing and things like that. So it was great and. You know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of things uh, off ice related that we have to take care of here, and uh, you know, they're just, just reaching out with a helping hand. It's got to be weird being the new guy. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I'm usually the guy welcoming in some guys and saying hello, and you know, you need anything? Here I am. You know, here's my wife. Blah blah blah. All that, all that good <laughs> stuff. And you know, now, now I'm on the other end of the stick. So hey, uh, it's been good and. You know, it's it's a new experience. I'm looking forward to it, and I actually don't know any of the guys on the team, so this is a whole clean slate and uh, going in with uh, with an open mind and, and looking to create some new relationships. Oh, you'll fit in well. You did in, in St. Louis, and uh, you know I enjoyed covering you all the years. You were fun to watch. Made some incredible saves. I'll never forget the one on Brody in Calgary. People talking about that one uh, for weeks. Uh, and we thank you for your time here, Jake. I can't wait to get up uh, to the Bell Center and, and see how you look in that Canadian sweater. But uh, I know St. Louis fans will certainly miss you in the blue sweater. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, definitely going to miss a lot of things about St. Louis on and off the ice, the fans, the, you know, the city itself, um, the boys and, and the blue. No, no question. I'll definitely miss it. But hey, it's uh, time for a new chapter. And uh, ready to ready to go with the Canadians. Well, go hang out with that family this uh, next season. They'll be here before we know it, December-ish, and uh, look forward to seeing you down the road. Okay, thanks, Jared. That was Jake Allen on We Went Blues, Episode 61. There's another good podcast up at The Athletic this week. Bill Daly, the Deputy Commissioner, is with Pierre Lebrun and Scott Burnside. He was their guest this week on the two-man advantage. He talks about when the next season, 2020-2021, could start, among other things. Tells Lebrun and Burnside the latest from the league's perspective. So check out that podcast at The Athletic. Check out our comment section for each podcast episode at The Athletic app rate and subscribe we went blues on apple if you aren't a subscriber to the athletic subscribe now and save sign up now to see for yourself the creativity reporting and storytelling that sets apart the athletic and if you go to theathletic.com forward slash we went blues you can receive an all-access subscription for just one dollar a month we hope to see you there so we want to thank jake allen for joining us a uh, busy week for him as he uh, digests the trade to montreal As you can tell, he's really happy about it, and Blues fans uh, support him. Look forward to seeing how his future plays out. Uh, We thank him for taking a few minutes to talk to us about it. So thank you for listening to Episode 61 of We Went Blues. Stay tuned throughout the summer. Anything happens, we'll be here to cover it. We'll talk to you then. We'll be right back.